Owen, tell me something. Truman, did you know that the Brock Purdy fallacy is finally over? Dom, that's true. Welcome everybody back into another episode of Dom. That's true, of course, I'm your host of the most Truman Steam Machine Steam. As always, I'm joined by the bomb. Kaboom! <laughs> Owen oh, Dom. It's really nice. That that effect becomes really nice with your uh, slightly blown out microphone. That's of course, of course, of course. A little bit virtual. I blame, I blame potato. You what? I blame potato, 100%. That's fair. That's fair. Well, welcome everybody into another episode of Dom That's True. Uh, in case you haven't noticed. Oh my god. In case you haven't noticed, I'm still bad with audio at times. Um... I'm your host of the most true machine machine, Steen, as we are doing this virtually this week. People on YouTube will see that Owen is on the green screen, uh, and people will see that the cat is instead in the seat where I would normally sit as Owen's remains empty. So, all three co-hosts of Dom That's True here, me, Owen, and Snowball, the cat. Um, of course, everyone knows. I'm a little stuffed up. I'm a little stuffy boy. Tina's uh got the flu so we just were like hey let's just do this virtually today so owen is at home i am here we are going to do this i might sound slightly stuffy i might hit a little sniffle every now and again i'll try to minimize my sniffles into the mic and try to mute when i can but i would like to just go ahead and apologize for those sniffles that i probably will have in the middle of talking so um welcome everybody back in uh we had uh, something happen this week. <laughs> so let's, without further ado, let's, well, actually, let's do Make a little happen. more ado. Uh, I do want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash open disaster. Mm. Shout out uh, Skyler, Aaron, Joe, Melbox, Kansas City, opening soon in the Iron District, by the way, and Dylan. We appreciate all of you guys over there. Hey, we appreciate everybody who's been watching on YouTube, uh, liking and subscribing. We appreciate everybody over on Spotify, following and rating. We appreciate everybody who's doing anything they can to get that sweet, sweet Dom That's True nectar. All right, all right, Mitch Holtis, all right. What were you saying? I said, all right, Mitch Holtis, all right. <laughs> all right, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. Owen, you know we got to talk about Chiefs versus Raiders. Uh, boy, what a terrible, awful, no good, very bad game. Uh, there was a game? That's crazy. I didn't know. It's <laughs> too busy celebrating the magic of Christmas. I didn't tune in. I was too busy knowing that my fucking co-host was where he shouldn't be. Chicago, <sighs> Illinois. Playing some stupid game with the fucking thing on your head while we're getting fucking boat raced. That was after. Watch... Was, that was it? That was the hit what game. It? It's going to be taking over everywhere. It's called Duty Head. And it has stick things and then you uh, that you wear like in a water polo cap and you mm-hmm. throw plush poops and it sticks on and you get points that's great dude that's awesome i was in the middle of a conversation with a family member that i was like like with one of tina's family members when uh the both those defensive touchdowns happened like i was trying to get out of the con like not get out of the conversation but i was like man, I cannot keep up with what's going on with the game. And it was like I, like, was talking. They're trying to, they're trying to like, fucking talk to you during the game? 
Yeah, well, I just had it on my phone because we were like at her family. They didn't house. have the game on. No, her family doesn't give a shit about the Chiefs, man. They don't, you know. Listen, that's just—it's not a priority for them. I know it's crazy. They oh, don't even care wow. about none of her family. Even cares about the Bears, dude. Her brother-in-law, Tina's brother-in-law, cares about the Bears. So what but are you I'm gonna tell Tina sure that you're breaking up? That's crazy. Game. Like he needs to, you know. I wouldn't like, like when our teams are bad. I don't always watch every single game because I don't need. To uh you know what? Ball. Yeah, you know that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, when our teams are bad, I don't be watching that shit either. No. So, uh, yeah, I'm not watching uh, 162 Royals games. But this year, upcoming year for the Royals, I might oh, watch 30. Oh, dude, we might cook. They could compete in a slightly bad division. So, What do you mean listen, slightly bad? It's the worst in baseball. So I understand that. So I wasn't watching it, but it was like I was in this conversation. And I would check my phone. And I, like, checked my phone. And the Chiefs, the Ra- Raiders had scored. I was like, what the hell happened? So I go back. I'm like, oh my god! I saw the fumble between Pacheco and Mahomes. I'm like, oh my god! And then right. I skip forward, and it's the play. I like skip back to live, and it's Mahomes like throwing the pick six. Like I see the guy running down the sideline with the pick six, and I'm you're like, just Jesus like, what the Christ. fuck? Yeah, I was like, what happened? So basically, yeah. the Chiefs, all the excitement in that game happened within the five minutes of that conversation that I was like us falling apart because because that was literally all the scoring that the Raiders pretty much did they scored they kicked two field goals other than that but those two touchdowns was enough to beat the Chiefs essentially and I was in a conversation in the middle of that wow as I Uh, would say get off your phone Truman pay attention to the game uh yeah it's obviously uh you know Truman was in a different city with people that don't know ball, we lost. Shocking. Whole other uh, state with people who don't know ball. Yeah, you know, you know, Truman's family, hard to great people. I know several of you. Uh, sorry, the ball knowledge is not there. We lost. Uh, I'm blaming you guys. Uh, there's nothing you can do to change my opinion. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and defend. I and I don't think Tina's family would want me to defend their ball knowledge like they know ball they don't they they know they don't know ball and that's fine it's just not a priority you know they have like they like live life and do stuff like they don't imagine what what is that like i was talking to you about that i was like man our lives are about to get so much more simpler after this after the season's over i was like why does our life get so complicated during football season i was like oh it's because we lose at least one day a week to watching football and a lot of the times too because you got to make make room for the cats too so you don't you lose basically your your whole weekend to watching sports instead of getting caught up and getting on top of your shit for the following week that i'm like oh i'm like hectic <laughs> during see football that's why it's cool to not have any of those responsibilities <laughs> The goal is to stay single forever so you can watch football. That's simple. right. Of course. It's, it's so simple. simple. That I said that. That's a quote. If I, I don't get married and that. start a family, I won't have to give up my Chiefs football time. Easy. Exactly. It's so simple. Chiefs kingdom. Write this down. It's right there in front of us this whole time. I'm doing my part. <laughs> I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't do shit. All right. Um, Listen. Aiden O'Connell didn't have any passing yards. 
quarters, Three second quarters. through fourth. Didn't complete a single pass. The Raiders running back ran for more yards than Isaiah Pacheco has run for in any game this year. Uh, the Chiefs offensive line looked maybe the worst it has all year. Max Crosby ate our lunch and kicked our dog. He was yes, he was on Mahomes all every snap. And for some inexplicable reason, Marquez Valdez Scantling had the most wide receiver snaps out of everybody. Yeah, that I don't know, bro. What the and, hell is going on there? And all that cardio that he ran resulted in one target, zero receptions. He ran 60-plus snaps. He had 60-plus snaps, and he had one target that he couldn't haul if, in. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. I mean, I it's just – listen, wait, I don't, there wasn't even a game. I, I don't even know what these stats you're bringing up are about because I didn't even – there wasn't even a game this weekend. That's wild. Uh, anyway, Chiefs two games clear of the division. Going to go to the playoffs. Well, still got to win one. Still got to win one game. Uh, no, if Denver loses, we secure it, and uh, they're not starting rough. So, yeah, that was a very interesting story coming out of uh, coming out of there. Is this with Russell Wilson being benched in Denver this week? Uh, Although I think s- now the Raiders the might be even with them too, so we might need one. We might might need a no. We have the points week. differential. We have the points differential and everything else. I. I was Most looking at never never factors in in an NFL. Well, but we have we have the tiebreakers over the Raiders. No, we 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 just don't. <laughs> we we do though, Truman. We're tied in the division. Okay. I guess. And then I think it's common opponents after that. Yes, and we have those tiebreakers. They have not beaten anybody, so. Interesting. Also, uh, just check the New York Islanders score. The New York Islanders are down six zero at the end of the second period. Uh, those were all scored in the second period then. <laughs> Oh. It was zero. Oh. It was zero zero at the end of one. Very interesting. Very interesting. no way. No way. Six zero. Yes, Holy it's six. fuck! It's six zero. Yeah, six goals in the second period. Oh, that's pretty. Dude, what the fuck? You know what? At least we have Tottenham. Oh wait, our starting center back got injured last game. <laughs> oh. At least we have Tottenham. Tottenham isn't top of the table anymore. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Get they're out of here. The, they're outside the top four. I'm not a fan. We are not outside the top four. You are outside Try the top again. four. Check the table. We're not outside the top four. Yeah, you are. Aston Villa scored, so, uh, already played, so they're in front of you. <laughs> oh, whatever. You've got a game in hand, but you're three points back. Technically. Wait, do they... What? Oh, hold on. I'm Live reaction... Truman's giving Owen information. Yeah, we are fit. Oh, no, it's just because Man City played their game and won today. So, yeah. That and again, sense. Aston Villa's up there, but they're really probably going to fall apart. So, I don't know. Aston Villa's looking pretty good. They- just beat, Ars- beat Arsenal. Just lost to Man United, though. Mm, it's tough. Did On you see the goals day. in that game? On Boxing Day, lost lost to Man United. What? Did you see the goals in that game? No. They essentially scored three deflections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's our next fucking topic? Get me off this depressing shit. The Islanders gave up six goals in a period. What the fuck? 
Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, don't... Ignore this. Dude. Oh, there's no flag here. Speaking of depression, by the way. Uh, so we started this show in 2020. In 2020, famously, the Chiefs were coming off of winning the Super Bowl. They would go on that year to lose the, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. 2021, they would go to another, uh, what, they got the two seed that year. Ended up hosting the AFC Championship game. Lost to the Bengals. The, the one seed that season, year, by the way, Truman? Do you know who the one seed was that year? Uh, Tennessee Titans. Mm. Mm-hmm. The following year, uh, have the Bengals or go to the AFC Championship game, beat the Bengals this time in 2022, win the Super Bowl. Now we're in 2023. This is the fourth year of the podcast. And Owen, is this the worst you've ever felt about this team since Dom That's True has started? I mean, yeah. We haven't had six losses since this podcast has started. That's fair. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course it's the worst. But, like, you know, I'm a Chiefs fan, man. I've seen way worse than this. <laughs> yeah, I was telling somebody that. I was telling, uh, uh, we talked about uh, my girlfriend's brother-in-law. Um, mm. He had never heard about Javon Belcher. He had never heard any of that story. Well, yeah, because the Chiefs were like, the Chiefs were like the Browns, man. Like, but, like, even the, the Browns are in, like, a big city. This is, like, you know, like, Carolina team news. Well, but that's like, but no, but, but it's like the Javon Belcher thing was so crazy and heinous that it's insane that that wasn't covered. Like, yeah, like I Aaron agree. Hernandez <clears throat> killed two people mm -hmm. like and like essentially, I guess, got away with it for a long time and then got arrested eventually. Right. And people talk bit. about Aaron Hernandez to this day, you know, that's true. And he's a big deal. Javon Belcher, in the middle of the season, played the week before. <laughs> That's true. Following week, murdered his girlfriend, shot himself in front of Romeo Cornell. And that's never talked about ever. And people don't know that that happened. And well, that, you know in, why. In the middle of the football season. <laughs> I think you know why. I think you know why it's not talked about. Oh, I know why. But it's all CTE. It's all CTE stuff. But right. it's still insane that that is never once mentioned ever like ah, yeah, i don't know once again though that chiefs team was really bad and then the, the, to couple that with the fact that the nfl really doesn't want people to talk about cte yeah. kind of like concussion man like it's kind of like when concussions first started happening it's like we you know we can't let people know about this or we're gonna lose money and it's an evil world out there right you're right i just but yeah this is I don't. This isn't. This isn't the lowest I've felt about this team since then. Obviously, we had some middle seasons, and we had Alex Smith, where you just kind of knew that this team was going to lose in the first round. Well, like that one, that one uh, divisional round that we watched at your house, the when the Chiefs finally broke the playoff streak, and then we went and played the Patriots in the divisional. Like it was kind of like we we had hope, but you know when Alex had that ball to go down and tie the game, you, you know I was like. Ugh. I just don't know if he can do it. And, of course, he didn't, but, like... Right. You, I you know, you just didn't the have Jag the confidence. Jaguar fans felt last year going into Arrowhead. Right. Where you're like, listen... Well, but the Jags were also never close in that game. Like, they had... The, well, I guess they had the ball at the very end of the game for the onside kick, but, like, you had to go... They had to get the onside kick and then get a two-point conversion. Right. 
yeah, right. Like the Chiefs actually had a shot and then lost. I don't know. Right. It's it's weird because I feel so bad about this team. I like I'm just I'm at this is for me this is rock bottom for the year, right? I don't think I also think you're being overly pessimistic. Of course. That's the point of the show half the time. <laughs> for me, Truman, for me. I just think it's abundantly clear. Every time the Chiefs take the field, the defense is top three, right? Yep. They're going to be in every game. There are zero games. The Chiefs have lost six times, mind you. There are zero games that we've played where I'm like, oh, damn, that team was just so much better than us. That has happened zero times. Yep. We, we might have lost six games, and maybe it's blind optimism. But I truly think, and I tweet this prop, you know, well, I guess, you know, what, is it week 15? So almost every other week at this point, um, that the Chiefs have once again beaten themselves. Yeah, again, I don't. I think the Chiefs have beaten themselves six times. I don't think anybody's beaten them six yet. Uh, the closest was maybe that Broncos game. at Indiana. All their drives started across the 50-yard line, so. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just everything that could go wrong went wrong last game. The pick uh, against the Raiders, the pick sixes, drops, Tommy Townsend uncharacteristic bad punt after a boomer and a penalty. Like, what's what's kind of fun though? <laughs> um, I think for the first time in a long time, there's not much optimism about this team, and you can kind of see. It's interesting to see who is remaining optimistic and who's not remaining optimistic. Listen, we're going to talk about this later on the show. I still don't think you can count this team out from winning the, winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. They're still like number five in odds. I know. I mean, this is still like I – somebody pointed this Dude. out where oh, the Chiefs yeah. the Chiefs this week – we'll talk more about this. Chiefs this week are, uh, I believe, seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, right? That feels crazy. Yeah, maybe a little. I mean, a little crazy. It just for how bad this team has been, <laughs> the fact that they would be favored against a team that's positive record, and not just favored, but you know, seven point favorites, minus seven. Because exactly. their defense is so good. Like if the Chiefs don't commit a, a calamity of errors they just don't lose games well and it's also it, it's kind of the reassuring thing that as the media it is their job to freak out and be polarizing get clicks turn uh mountains into molehill molehills into mountains do all this yep. stuff week to week yep. then vegas comes around and vegas don't listen to none of your stories they don't care yeah. what you got to say. <laughs> they shape the stories, you know? Dude, those handicappers are so good at their job, man. Right. Do you, think, Vegas, do, you think, do you think Vegas handicappers, like, throw a big, like, party with champagne, popping balls and everything when, like, an over misses by a point? Like, oh, do you yeah. Think they, well, it's like there's a lot of games like that where that backdoor cover comes in. I, I Like, uh, ESPN puts a pretty good out, thing out, like, every year or, like, every mm. week where it's, like, this game happening this way 
was big for Vegas. And this game happening this way was big for the public and stuff like that. And there's a lot of those where it's like, damn, they got you with that plus three, you know. That backdoor right. cover killed all of you, killed so many parlays, and crushed, you know, all you parlay betters. Yeah, like those last-second meaningless field goals that winning teams kick to hit the over, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Or when a, you know, when a good team just falls apart and they were heavily favorited and a lot of people had them in their parlays because why not? Why wouldn't I add the Dallas Cowboys minus, tw- minus 1,200 against the Bills, you know? Why wouldn't I just put that in my parlay? And then they lose, and then you're like, well, shit. And you're like, how? I couldn't have expected that. And Vegas is just like, yes. You just get, uh, yes. You going to be scared when the Bills make the playoffs, Truman? Am I going to be scared when, scared when the Bills make the playoffs? Yeah. No. I, we just saw – I mean, we just saw it again, right? We talked about this all the time. I tweeted this out. The Bills did the thing that the Bills always do. The Bills play a good, great game. And then they go back and they show you who they are. Stephon Diggs looked like ass. Gabe Davis went kind of crazy for no reason because it's the fantasy playoffs. But (laughs) they should have lost to a Chargers team because they played sloppy. And they got to pull it out against a bad Chargers team that doesn't have a head coach. But it was within one score. No, I'm not that scared of the Bills, man. I don't... (sighs) What? I don't know. Yeah, you I know? just like that. The I just like personally as a Chiefs fan, I'm loving the fact that the Chiefs get to play. We're gonna ruin your season team now. Like, yeah. I I uh, I really want the Chiefs to make the AFC Championship game so we can do like the Thanos snap. You know, like I'm inevitable. Like when we like ruin two teams' hopes from the like <laughs> the three or four seed, that would be so funny. Right. I mean, the Bills will probably have to play all three of their games on the road. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess they still have a possibility, I think, to win their division. If, yeah, I, I mean, think it's probably going to come down to next week. Here, yeah, let's. I, I'll look that up. I'll look that up while you keep going. So, the Bills, the Bills, I think we could all agree, have been an infinitely better team than the Chiefs the last four weeks. Hell, the last half of this season. Since the Bills were like 5-5 five and five and everybody's like, holy shit, the Bills might miss the playoffs. Since that moment, the, that Bills team has looked leaps and bounds better than the Chiefs have at any moment. That yeah. Bills team is still plus 1,200 odds to win the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I, I think once again, the, the, the Vegas is just like, well, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, that's the sta- that's the steady hand of Vegas that we talk about. Listen, Vegas is here to say, don't freak out. This team is still probably pretty good. I'm not going to give you great odds because Stephen A. Smith thinks they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, don't I mean, care. Vegas Vegas is saying that the Chiefs are you know eighty percent likely to make the AFC Championship game. Like, I don't, I don't think they're that. Let's see, conference winner. In the AFC, the Chiefs are the third team. They're the third team out. They're plus 350. Yeah, so, so to make the AFC Championship game? No, to win the AFC Championship game. Right, so to make the AFC Championship game, they got pretty good odds. Ish. I mean, the Ravens and the Dolphins both have better odds, but the Dolphins are only plus 330. And the Ravens are plus 200 to win the AFC. The Ravens have looked like a good team. They look like they, a great team against that San Francisco team, but 
Brock Purdy hey, also threw four interceptions, a bunch off of tips, a little fluky, and it still came down to two, came oh, down to two fluky. scores. Oh man! Bring that energy, non-Chiefs fans. Where's the Purdy's washed-up talk? I want to see it. Most of Mahomes' interceptions this year are not bad throws. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Oh, okay. What's next, Truman? Well, um, I just I do feel bad about this team. This is the worst I've felt about this team, and I still it's not I don't know if it's a lack of it's not really a lack lack of talent issue. There is a, obviously a lack of talent at wide receiver, but it's not a it's not lacking enough where they can't win the Super Bowl still. It's still a disappointment. Right. If like if they just like <laughs> get players back from injury and don't give away 14 points in seven seconds. They win that game by 10. Like <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's such a football, is such a funny game. And that, that game is the epitome of Vegas, like clapping their hands. Cause now the chiefs uh, over 12 and a half can't hit. Right. And so, but their, their season prediction of, yeah, uh, of over 11 and a half also doesn't hit. In the most unlikely of ways, with a loss to the Broncos and the Raiders, like that's crazy. Especially these two teams, Vegas man, they're good. They're good. Yeah, they know. Um, the question. Speaking of how the how life can be funny, I have an odd hypothetical for you. Mm. A silly, goofy little hypothetical. So, the Chiefs. Um. Will uh, be will probably be going to the playoffs. A team that is likely to probably fire their head coach, and along with it, their offensive coordinator, the Washington mm-hmm. Commanders. Reports are they're probably going to clean house. Means Eric Bieniemy is going to be fired probably at the end of the season. Probably. The question I raise to you, Owen. Hmm. Would you bring him back as an advisor for the postseason run? I know you would, for sure. Uh, I mean, why not? I mean, if, if, you, if you think he'll help the guys and get him galvanized and help eliminate mistakes, why not bring him back? I mean, it's a guy that the entire coaching room has worked with before. Right. I mean, so, it, might, it might upset Matt Nagy, but I'm not sure we're in a place where we're trying to preserve Matt Nagy's feelings. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's... Once again, if if Brett Veach thinks he's got an angle, then then do it. I mean, once again, it's like it's not like it's going to help. It's not like it's going to harm Pacheco or McKinnon or Clyde. Having a, a tough and rumble running back coach as an advisor, you know, even if it's in a limited capacity, I, I don't hate the idea. The only I, issue is that I, I think I don't think Brett Veach would go for it due to money. But hey. Hey, if it helps us win, even like if it helps us win by 0.1%, I think that's worth it. Yeah. Um, another question I have for you, uh, kind of offshoots. Uh, this isn't an official question. Mm-hmm. You still in on on Matt Nagy? I you gotta stop making me talk about somebody that I know personally. <laughs> uh, I still cover, don't. How think, many words have I, you said to Matt Nagy personally? Uh, probably like seven. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, you're not attacking his character. 
You're attacking his <laughs> performance as the offensive coordinator. Two men, have you spoke to, spoken to him since he's been back in Kansas City? Yeah. Um, what did you say to him? Hey, thanks for having us over. Uh, cool to have you back. How are your kids doing? Okay. Great. Now, uh, from an objective standpoint... <laughs> I don't once again, I don't I don't think it's that bad. I think if you if you honestly think that all of the disciplinary issues are because of the offensive coordinator in a Kansas City Chiefs team, I don't know what to tell you. Uh we spent all all last season saying that oh Eric Bieniemy doesn't call the plays, he needs to go somewhere else to prove it. And then Matt Nagy gets here and we go, Oh, Andy's not calling these plays, it's all the offensive coordinator. Well uh, Nagy was calling the plays before he left. And then he left, and then he came back, and he got it re-elevated, and you're like, well, he's probably calling the plays. I mean, he's, was he was he really plays. calling the plays? Are we sure? I think so. Because I'll tell you what, this fucking offense looks a lot like the Bears offense, man. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to hear that. The Bears you offense don't wanna, you don't want to face that? You don't want to face the fact the that Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes the, 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 the Bears offense is dropping less passes. The, 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 the Bears offense is dropping less passes than, than the Chiefs. If all those deep balls are caught, the air yards per catch is higher. But he we only drop attempted all of them. like four passes over five yards, Owen. His deep targets fucking MVS. What do you want him to do? <laughs> like, I want him not to do that. All right, listen. I'll 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 tell Mahomes to send Justin Watson deeper. Okay. Uh, I'll tell him that, and I'll tell MVS to get more separation so that we can throw him the ball. But until that happens, Maybe we're going to be shorter yardage plays. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm telling the offensive coordinator, the man that can tell them to do that, is not all telling right. them to do that. All right, listen. He's not drawing up. He's not drawing up the right route. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm in for it. I'm in for it. If Matt Matt Nagy doesn't know how to tell wide receivers to catch the ball, you got okay, it. Okay, dude. All right, let's not. I let's, mean, I mean, let's ignore. I mean, let's, be let's ignore let's be the honest. fact. It's, let's let's ignore the fact that this... fifteen of the passes were like bubble screens last last week, dude. Let's just ignore that. No, uh, yeah, I understand that, but at the same time, like, I blame Brett Veach more on this one. Like, this wide <laughs> oh receiver room is awful. The play it, it's a, I, I think this wide receiver room is a bottom five in the league. Yes, we just sat agree. down two guys that we. That that were supposed to be helping us for the future, and we're cutting them out of the offense because they're bad. That's on the GM. <laughs> and then, well, the Chiefs are also getting a bit unlucky with injuries to McKinnon, who's a big part of the passing game and blocking game. He's he's really good at you know chipping chipping pass rushers. But like I understand, there's definitely criticism. I think there's criticism on the whole offense. I think. I think the offensive line needs to take some blame. I think Patrick Mahomes needs to take some blame. I mean, that second interception, uh, well, I mean, that interception that he threw when he had just acres of space in front of him for the first down. I just, I think that this the offense being off kilter, you know, once again, a little bit of blame on the, obviously, on the offensive coordinator. I think that the whole offense is just, they're not trusting each other at all. I think if Patrick Mahomes trusts his offense, he doesn't scramble out of the pocket early like we saw him do in the in the 2020 Super Bowl. I think he, he can stay in there because he knows his guys will catch it. And right now, nobody trusts anybody at all. No. And, and I think that's, you know, maybe it's consistency in play calling, but Travis Kelsey having an off week really doesn't help anybody. That 
him him dropping passes and but I I know that cheat I think that that's one thing that's also kind of unfair is teams have realized that all they need to do to put the Chiefs in a bad spot is just double team Kelsey. Right. Because then sure. you've got you've got Rasheed Rice, Justin Watson, MVS, and uh sometimes Kadarius Tony and sometimes and uh Justin Watson to worry about. That's about it. So I don't, I don't know. know. Spice I, just, it up. I think the Chiefs literally just need like one or two impact catches from MVS, and the whole trajectory of the season will change. I don't think but, there's. I don't think there's any way where you look at this offense and what they've done to Mahomes, MVP, Super Bowl MVP last year, lost yep. Juju Smith-Schuster, replaced yep. with Rasheed Rice, who is going to put up virtually the same numbers. Yep. Albeit in a couple more games. Yep. And you have this version of Mahomes versus the Super Bowl MVP, MVP Mahomes. I don't think you can look at that and go, you know what? The offense is definitely being led in the right direction. I, I understand that we're going to talk about the receiver room. People didn't develop like they like they like we thought they would. Or at People all. not developing is also a testament to coaching, isn't it? Yeah, but once again, an offensive coordinator, I, I don't know if you can blame the offensive coordinator for development of wide receivers. I blame the KU coach. That's our wide receiver coach. Holy fuck. Why the hell do we have a KU guy? Like, guy that's an insane hire. Never even. Insane. That's a, I believe people are calling nepotism on that one because he's he's got a dad who's in an NFL organization, not the Chiefs, but, you know, everybody's friends with everybody. I don't know, man. That's crazy to me. I Coached mean, you went from being a historically school, terrible like wide receiver coach to being an offensive analysis for the Chiefs, and then he's <sighs> been around for a couple of years and is now the wide receiver coach. Yeah. Fuck, a man, nightmare. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to look up a stat right now. How do I use pro football reference to compare a player to another player? Uh, I normally just open two tabs and use my eyes, typically. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what I'll do. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that I think that if anyone really needs to cook this offseason, off it's Veach. It's firings of coaches, cutting of players, and the draft next year is huge. Huge. But it's a make or yeah, break man. draft. You you will have to redo the wide receiver room. Oh, absolutely. Redoing the wide receiver room is going to cost you a player or two on the defense. So you're gonna have to redo a bit of the defense. And it's probably gonna cost you a player on the O line. You're gonna have to redo something with the O line. Yeah, probably. Uh do you think that the money for that comes from a Chris Jones uh departure, maybe? There's, yeah, I think there's no way you bring Chris Jones back. Chris Jones looked, I will say, looked better this game. He heard all of our criticisms. He looked, yeah, he he just looked a lot better. He was our criticisms. He was getting home a little, a little bit more. But I still think there's no way you bring Chris Jones back for that amount of money when you have to worry about paying Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Nick Bolton, Legereus Sneed, and others, essentially. Oh, by the way, statistically... MVS is on pace to do literally half of his production last year. I think 
that is a large reason why the Chiefs are suffering. They can't. They, he can't do anything. Is that a, is that a is that a symptom or a, or a uh, is is that a symptom of the problem or is that just a result of the problem? I I think a little bit of both. I think once again, Mahomes just doesn't trust MVS. I think and there was that play on the scramble for the pick where MVS was kind of jogging at the end of the play. Uh, I, I, that's crazy. Um, it might have been you know, uh, that he stopped running because the ball was already in the air, not going to him, but. It's just a bad look for him, man. It's about time to hear of like a players only meeting for like. Well, yeah, Kelsey on uh, New Heights talked about uh, staying after practice. Yeah, or and getting they, getting like, extra stay after and after for like two hours and just catch balls from Mahomes or something and. Right. I don't uh, know. Once again, know. I'm not a coach. I haven't played at that level, but something's we, something's got to change if the Chiefs want to be serious, which I think they can. I Something's got to give. It's either it's either the Chiefs' effort and their wider and their offensive production, or the Chiefs winning. <laughs> That's one thing has to give there. I think I know that. I think right now I know there's two players on this Chiefs team that are busting their ass. That's visible for us all. Patrick Mahomes and Richie James, and what? that is all the what? fire I see from the Chiefs team. What? Stop, Rasheed Rice. Also, stop. Uh, well, him too. Fucking Richie James. How dare you? I, I know. That's my don't, goat right there. That's my goat right there. Don't you try to right fucking there. sneak that past me. Richie James. Shut up. Shut up. Richie shut up. James. You, Richie you knew James that text was coming. You knew that better. text was coming. He's looked better. He he put Sky Moore in the fucking dirt. Bum. Fucking bum. Just wait till McCall Hardman's back. Wait till what this offense looks like with McCall Hardman back. Yeah. One more drop per game. Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't. <laughs> just, you know, hey, get, get me a time machine. Give me Chris Conley, okay? That's the glue that this Chiefs fucking team needs. They need a glue guy for sure. Um, Listen, no matter what, I just, I can't support an offensive coordinator who lets MVS be the leading snaps yeah, that's in, the wider, that's in the wide receiving core to, to do all that cardio to get one target and not even catch it. I just I can't yeah, support that's that. Wild. I can't sit here and go. You know what? Matt Nagy is the future. That's just that's just what I wanted to say. I, that's and you know the enemy. I think br- fuck it. Bring in a hard ass. You know this team can't suffer from having a hard ass in here. Yeah, I mean, I think there was definitely some players on the Chiefs that didn't like the enemy. I think Juju probably didn't like the enemy, and that's part of the reason why he didn't resign. But I mean, when you hear like people like Patrick, people like Travis talk about him, it's only positives. You hear the running back room talk about him, only positives. So right. I think maybe the Chiefs have like a small culture issue. I, I think right now the Chiefs have a huge culture issue, actually. Yes. And there's definitely some players that they need out of there. There's some bad blood. Absolutely. I can't believe I'm saying that CEH is a pillar of the good part of the culture. That's crazy, but it's true. He's giving his all. He's busting his fucking ass. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out, shout out, Ceh. People yeah, are. Yeah, man. Listen, listen if, I, you're I, I bash- the, if you're still banging the no more Clyde drum, I don't want to tell you. Jarek McKinnon's out, and Clyde has looked good in his limited time. 
which is crazy yeah, I've been, to say. You know, I've slammed CEH a bunch, but he's just fucking put his head down, grinded. It's clear he knows the playbook. His chipping is good. He gets out in the flat when he needs to, and he's been <laughs> making at least one guy miss, which is all you can ask for out of a catch. A catch out of the backfield from running back, I want you to either get get hit and then get two more yards or make somebody miss yep. on that first challenge. And he's been doing that. So Yeah. Watching people make people miss is really one person miss. That's the thing about that's the thing about Rasheed Rice that you see. He makes one person miss. It's the thing you see about Richie James. He makes one person miss. It's the thing you see about Clyde. Right now, he makes one person miss, and that's the kind of effort you just need. If everybody could catch a ball and make one person miss, this team would be a contender again. Yeah, even even though Kelsey, we're, you know, we were saying that Kelsey's been kind of uh, kind of slumping a little bit. He's still thirty-two yards off. Thirty-two yards off another thousand-yard season, right? And he's going to he go for always, and he always makes one person miss. I had somebody who said, like the again, Tina's Tina's brother-in-law was like, "Oh well, do you, I mean Travis might retire this off-season." I was like, "No, he's not." <laughs> he was like, "I don't know. Do you listen to the podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, man, a little bit." I was like, "I don't need to listen to his podcast to know that he's not going to retire in the next year." You know, he's not close. He's not close to retiring. I think Travis is going to have to get, I think, banged up and hurt and not have a thousand yard season and then get banged up and get hurt. At the minimum, considering retirement, I think he'll have to have two years of that. Yeah. At the minimum, Travis Kelsey is going to go out like Greg Olson. Right. Greg Olson had like three. Or four seasons where he was like a 300, 400 yard tight end. I mean, even Tony Gonzalez, like his yeah, last like, up, eight actually. seasons, he just had like 500, 600 yards. That's fine. Craig Golson was in the league for 13 Kelsey. years, man. That's crazy. I'm willing to pay Travis Kelsey $5 million a year for the rest of his career to, have, to go out there and do 500 yards until he's done. Yeah, so after Truman, after that 2016 year in Carolina where he put up 1,000 yards, 2017 in Carolina, 191 yards. 2018 in Carolina, 291. 2019, 600 yards. 2020, 240 yards. Like, that's what's going to happen to have, have to happen to Travis. Can you give me all of Tony Gonzalez's stats when he got to Atlanta? Yeah. Can you pull it up really quick? Yeah, I got you. I just I'm on pro. Yeah. I know you're on it, so that's why I asked. Yeah, uh, Atlanta. Uh, 867, 656, 875, 930, 859. That's fucking crazy. Never had a 1,000-yard season in Atlanta. And nope. It's, which is, pisses me off even more that now that I think about that, that, tra- that Tony Gonzalez is like, I'm more of a Falcon than I am a Chief. Shut the fuck up, dude. Um, he, he said that on... Okay, I, I that one I wanted. I, I want people to stop to get taken out. That was a Falcons media. He's not going to say, oh, my heart stays in Kansas City. <laughs> and it was like his third season in Atlanta. Like, come on, guys. Like, I understand that it sucks that he went and we're pissed because, uh, because of the what if, if he stayed with some of those Chiefs teams. Like, would we have been worse or would we have been better? But let's right. not act like that was some huge slight to the Chiefs. Like yeah, I mean, he was talking he to Falcons Super Bowl media. Opportunity. He got a Super Bowl opportunity in Atlanta. I get it. But at the same time, if Travis Kelsey wants to do the Tony Gonzalez in Atlanta, 
He can do that for as many years as he wants. He's earned all the good faith, all the goodwill. All oh, I don't think I don't think 10, Travis Kelsey 10 million is, or eight million, whatever he wants, to just go out there and catch seven hundred yards. And I don't, I don't think, he's think close to being there yet. I don't think he's going to live in another town. I think no. I think there's like two teams actually. One, One. two. Two, I think there's two teams. There's two teams, and probably after there's after this year, there's probably only one team that he'd go play for. Yeah. Well, no. I besides the Chiefs, there's two teams that he would play for, That's and that would I'm be saying. the Jets or the Giants. If what? the if the if what? the uh, if the uh, the Taylor Swift thing gets really serious. That's it. He'd no. go move to New York to be closer to Taylor. That's all I know. No, the travel for people like that is like nothing. There's two teams he would play for, and Taylor Swift. Newsflash, Taylor Swift ain't in that New York apartment very much. I'll say that. That's, that's also true. Um, two teams Travis Kelsey would play for. One, the Philadelphia Eagles, until Jason Kelsey retires, which will be oh, next yeah, year. But come on, he's not going to do that. So he'll never go play for the Eagles. Two, the only other team I think he'd ever play for, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah, maybe Cleveland Browns. but Maybe that'll be the maybe. weird when everybody always posts the washed up players in a different jersey like jordan on the wizards yeah jordan on the wizards uh jamal charles on the broncos Derek and johnson the in, a Ra- in a raiders jersey didn't jamal charles also play for the 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 jags maybe yeah that might be right but you know it's just like when people post all those it'll be travis kelsey in the browns jersey where you're like whoa weird yeah jamal charles did play for the jags yeah. I didn't, he didn't play for the Raiders, though. That was silly of me. No. So He had six carries for seven yards on the Jacks. <laughs> My goat. All right. Uh, oh, and let's talk Chiefs versus Bengals preview. I tried to get our buddies on. Chase wants to save his episode. He wants to come on for the end-of-the-year hot take special where we grade all the hot takes. He wants to come oh, on. Oh, that. that's fine. He has so many takes. He can earn, he can earn the choice to do that. Absolutely. Um. Logan was out of town. He had to go to his mother-in-law's mm. or his mother's. Either way, out of town, he was not available. So, sadly, we weren't able to get either of our Bengals friends on. But wow. still, we're Sorry. here. Sorry. We're doing this. Um, Chiefs versus Bengals preview. Mm. This is not the game that we thought we were buying tickets for when we bought tickets. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. But, Still going to be just as cold, though. Yay! If there's any team I think that would knock the Chiefs out, out of a funk, it's like... It's, it's getting like revenge one of those things. on the it's, it, it's like one of those things where it just brings out the best in you. If anybody's going to bring out the best of this Chiefs team, it's going to be this Bengals team. Oh, you know Legereus Sneed is hype. You know Legereus Sneed has been like... Getting his pen and paper, like, oh, things to say about Jamar Chase. Hmm. His mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, with Jerry Sneed is getting his trash talk ready. Well, like, there's got to be, like, please. I, I know they're not doing well, so I imagine they're not talking as much. But what this team needs right now is someone to say some shit. Is fucking Jamar Chase <laughs> to be in the locker room saying, yeah. Lajarius need locked up all those other guys, but he he never locked up me before. And he and I'm, we going, need, I'm going for one sixty. Doesn't matter. And that's what I need this week. I need that like I need crack. You know, I just I need Chiefs that Twitter in my campaign. Veins. 
Chiefs Twitter campaign, rile up Jamar Chase. Right. We need to be tweeting. Us, as a community, we need to be tweeting at T. Higgins. <laughs> T. Higgins is definitely on Twitter a lot, and Jamar Chase, and just tweeting constantly at them about how the ch- how Legarius Sneed is about to lock these boys down. We need to, again, I'm doing my part. We need to be out there. <laughs> talking about this it's we don't normally call for harassing athletes but keep it civil <laughs> yes do not make it personal just say legerius need is going to lock you down just say that you know the 15 year olds on x aren't gonna handle that you know oh yeah oh for sure but we just need to get that get that juice pumping we you're right need... dude the chiefs just need to get the mojo back we need we need the bangles in Burrowhead to wake up the Chiefs. What if we fucking lose? What if we lose? That's the thing. I don't. Even, I, don't this I think team, the Chiefs defense is so good, though. This team has had mental lapses against bad teams, mm-hmm. but when it's been the better teams, they've quite simply played better. They played better against the Eagles. They played better against the Bills. They Dolphins. We the Dolphins against the Dolphins. They have looked elite against elite teams at times. And so it interests me that if there's a team that they do not want to lose to, you know, listen, we talk a lot about the rivalry games, but the quote always is that it ain't a rivalry until until the other team wins one, right? Yep. So the Raiders game, I think to a lot of the Chiefs players, is not a rivalry. The Broncos were never a rivalry. The Chargers aren't really a rivalry to them because they have never been close. Bengals, that's a real rivalry to these guys. And I think the Bills even to that extent. Yeah, because the Bills guys, have been beating that ass in the regular season every yeah, season. Yeah, the Bills don't get on our nerves because we've owned them in the playoffs. And they know that. It, it, it irks the Bills. The Bills are always turning it on, but we don't care. Not in the, not in the regular season. But the Bengals beat us in the playoffs. Beat us in the regular season? Said that shit, shit about Burrowhead? Said that shit about all that shit? I, I actually can confidently think if there's say any team that's going like to knock them. this Chiefs team out of a funk, it's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. If this Chiefs team does not show up to play against Cincinnati Bengals, then they ain't going to show up. But this is like, this is legit just like, you just, you need to see, it's, it's like, uh, oh my God, Major League. <laughs> it's like the guy from the White Sox. He just talks always talks all that shit to to, uh, to Charlie Sheen, and then Charlie Sheen like at the beginning is like, oh, you know, he's getting all cocky, and he's like, you hit this one, you can name it, and because he, he's invented all these different pitches, and he crushes it out of the park, and he's like, how about the softball or whatever? I can't remember what he says, but uh, you know, and then at at the end of the at the end of Major League Two, he just strikes him out, fucking no stuff, just four fastballs or whatever. Because that's what that that guy did. It just brings out the best. He brings out the wild thing in Charlie Sheen. The Cincinnati Bengals are the team that can bring out the wild thing in the Chiefs. They're the things like if Mahomes is going to throw for 350 or 400 yards against anybody and four touchdowns, no interceptions, it's going to be against the Bengals. You if know, Travis honestly, Kelsey is going to go for 120, it's going to be against the Bengals. If LeJarius is going to have a gonna six, catch a. Legarius Sneed, I mean, uh, MVS going to ha- catch a home run ball? Yes. Yes, a guy who cooked the Bengals last year. 
if this is the game, if there's a game that's that it could possibly save the Chiefs season, it could be this one right now. And I think we all need to strap in. Not only that, but me and you are also going to be at Arrowhead. That's like a hard reset. We haven't been all year. That's true. That's true. And we're going to be together, most importantly. We will Listen, be there. I, I went to the Jags game last year. I went to the Jags playoff game. Did we lose a game after that? No, we did not. No? No? We won a Super no. Bowl? Mm. We did. Interesting. We did. Interesting. Very interesting. So, hey, why don't you go to week one, huh, you prick? <laughs> Hold on. I am curious. Hold on. Because last year, I went to the Bills we're, game. We're looking at post-Truman Gate. Yes. Have we studied, as a, as the scientific community, have we studied the effect that Truman Steen has on the Chiefs? Oh, sorry. Chiefs 2022 season. Hold on, sorry. All right. So, the Chiefs, if you'll remember, week three, they lost to the Colts. They did. Uh, uh, what? I lost it. Hold on. Sorry. What, was it? what the fuck? It took me all the way back to 2020. What happened? Okay. All right. So week three, they lost to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Week six, they I lose was to downtown. the Bills. Lose to the Bills. You were somewhere I'm, else. I was at the Bills game. That's right. You're there. After that, Chiefs beat the 49ers, beat the Titans, Beat the yep. Jags, beat the Chargers, yep. beat the Rams, lost to the Bengals, beat yep. the Broncos, beat the Texans, beat the Seahawks, beat the Broncos, beat the Raiders, beat the Jags, revenge against the Bengals, beat the beat the Eagles. I'm not saying that teams go on a, you get the, that we go on a three at least three win streak after you go to games. I mean they they went so they lost to the Bills and they won one two three four five in a row. Lost to the Bengals, but knowing that they could get the Bengals back in the AFC Championship game. It's right there. It's right there, right in front of us. How did we not see this before? I mean, the Bengals aren't going to make the playoffs, so clearly the Chiefs know that this is the only time they're going to see him for the rest of the year. So they've got to cook him. It's, it's so obvious, Truman. I mean, how did we not see this before? What I'm saying is you're welcome. <laughs> what can I say, Chiefs Chiefs Kingdom, except you're welcome? Uh, I'm saying you're welcome. I bought the tickets. So what can I say? But you're welcome. I, pay, I paid you for the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. Uh, so. Oh, by the way, I did get a space heater for, uh, for our tailgate. We need a canopy, though. That's a huge one. I need, uh, I need input on what meat I should smoke for the tailgate. I'm, I might put out a little Twitter poll. Mm, send it. Or if anybody listens to the podcast, tweet, text me, tweet at me, Snapchat me. Tell me what meat you think I should cook for the tailgate. Okay. All right. Chiefs, Chiefs Bengals score prediction now that you know that I'll be there. Oh, uh, 24-10, Chiefs. <laughs> I like that. Actually, I like that score prediction a lot. Uh, I think... Give me the full beat down. Give me 31-13. Damn! Something to make you believe again, you know? You know, Truman's, Truman's, yeah, yeah, you know? 
I was gonna say twenty-seven. I mean, uh, twenty-four seventeen. So Vegas wins again, but we're still happy. But uh, no. I don't know. No, they're covering. They're All right, covering, I like boy. it. I like it. I like it. All right. Overreaction time, Owen. You ready? Let's go. I, I sent some in there. I thought we're pretty, pretty, uh, pretty gnarly. Again, Twitter.com at Steam Machine, Twitter.com slash or Twitter.com at Owen Gosh X.com also for some of you. Whatever you type in. Um this first one comes from Allison Renner. Who we are going to the game with. Said Owen yes. needs to admit that Nagy's not isn't good. I listen. I'm not going to say isn't good. Chiefs are still top 10 offense. But part of the problem right now, I'll concede. So I don't think that's an overreaction. Okay. All right. This next one comes from Owen Dom. At Owen Gosh Domit. Uh, big caps. The big caps are kind of swaggy. You know what I'm talking about, by the way, when I say that? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Like, the, it, like the really big caps? I don't know if people oh, yeah, can see yeah. it or not. But yeah. Dude, dude. That's not an overreaction, man. Those big hat, the big hats are kind of swaggy. I haven't, I haven't seen someone wearing them in the crowd. And been like, damn, that dude looks stupid. I've always been like, yeah, that's that's kind of fun, you know. <laughs> it, it will be a trend that I think for now you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. Kind of fun. I think as we look back on it, <laughs> dude, big cats. As a come society, on. we'll see that people ever did that, and you're like, this is dumb <laughs> you know you're just crediting the business of a friend of a guy who's an nfl player that got shot okay i just i, I need you to know that <laughs> that's fair that's fair okay next one comes from evan wheat sign wheat sign wheat sign i said chief <laughs> chief's only bad when talk what chief only bad when talk when quiet okay Mahomes need be better and receiver too why say lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> few word do trick. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's quiet, focused on this game, not saying any shit. Let's go. Not uh, no reaction. Next one comes from Owen Dom. Says neither Chiefs nor Eagles make Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not overreaction. Cool. I think that's that's not a hot take at this point. Yeah, I think that's a cold take. Unfortunately, I think they're um, both. I think yeah. At I least the third just, best team in their in their conference, and a lot of people would say they're both fourth or fifth in their own conference. Yeah, I think you know with both of the Chiefs and the Eagles, the talent is there for both of them to get back, but the execution overall on the season has not been there for either team. And I'd say for the Eagles, they just look bad. They look bad. I don't. I don't think the Chiefs like they look bad. Yes, but at the end, you're like, okay, listen, they turned the ball over twice for two. Defensive t- for two, you know, offensive touchdowns allowed, and then they did all that, you know, and you're like, well, oh, that's why they lost. The Eagles, you're like, ah, just not very good, just not running a good offensive scheme, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely different. It's definitely different. I think the Chiefs are like a sleeping giant, but someone hit him with a freaking honest sleep dart from Overwatch. Like it, yeah. you're going night night, brother. The Chiefs' offense is sleepy right now. Um, but if they can find a way to wake up, you know, best player in the league. So, um, all right. Next one comes from your boy, Adam. I'm going to butcher these names because I have not heard them said yet. I've only read them. Mm. He said, I want Rome Udunze, which is the Washington wide receiver. 
O D U N Z E. Dunze. Yeah, let me just pull up. I'm just gonna pull up your tweet. It's probably a Dunze. I think you did a pretty good job. Uh, or Malik N- Neighbors, N A B E R S, Neighbors, and I don't care if we sell the farm to draft them. Hmm. Um, okay, I, I think I'm fine with people wanting to sell the farm to draft with wide wide receivers. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be draft an early receiver, sign a veteran receiver, and you still have to – you still have a lot of offseason signings that you have to do. It's a busy offseason for Veach. He has to sign guys on the defense. He has to sign guys on the offense. I don't think you can sell the farm for anybody right now, and I think that's hard to admit because there's a lot of – because there's a glaring problem that is frustrating us all right now. But if you sell the farm to fix that problem – the problems the the solid team that has been keeping you afloat despite the wide receiver room <laughs> will not be will start to spring leaks and no longer be a solid foundation that you're building this team on. Yeah, I think I mean obviously I think the Chiefs get a wide receiver in, in rounds one or two. Yeah, I, I think but they draft I a wide receiver in round one, a guard in round two. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, they definitely just don't double up on wide receiver. They definitely buy one somewhere. Yeah, I think I think you have to get a veteran too. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see very similar to how they did with the offensive line. Signed Orlando Brown Jr. and Joe Tooney. Then they drafted Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, and they kept Mitchell Schwartz. Or they, or I guess they didn't have Mitchell Schwartz. They had what Nick Allegretti, I think, and, and Mitchell uh, Schwartz for what, one. Remmers year. at the time, right? They kept Remmers for another year. I don't. I don't think it was ever Remmers, but I, I oh, know Wiley, that you Wiley, Wiley, Wiley. I know that you're big on Remmers. I know that you want to talk about rivers all the time but my my guy um so i i think you see something similar with the wide receiver room i think you see them draft one in the first round and then i think you see them draft one in the fourth round and probably the fifth round and then bring in a like a veteran white a veteran wide receiver who's gonna be very solid not like the bell of the ball he's they're probably not bringing to mike evans they're probably but like dj chark somebody said today well baker mayfield's been playing well so i don't think Tampa Bay is going to want to let Mike Evans go. Mike Evans is free agent. Man, they didn't work out a deal with Mike Evans, and that pissed off Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans is not a Tampa Bay Buck next year. I I would love him, but yeah, I th- I think you're right um, about your evaluation. But the good thing about the Chiefs right now is that the whole defense is young, except for like a couple players, because of how good Brett Veach is at drafting defensive players. You're gonna so have to pay. You're gonna have to pay Sneed. That's fine. You're going to have to pay Nick Bolden or let him walk. Yeah, I think they probably pay Nick Bolden. I, I really don't see them letting Nick Bolden walk. I think I you got to pay silly. Willie Gay Jr. also this year. Listen, I think the, they let Brett, Brett Beach cook. He's been in this situation before. I'm I'm willing to let him we, cook. We can let him cook. Listen, that's a two-time Super Bowl winner. I, we'll let him cook here. But, yeah, not an overreaction. Also, you got the uh, – you got the – you nailed it. Roma Dunce. I'm willing to bet where he's from. Interesting. Where the name is originated from. Yes, his family. Uh, your boy Animal said Mahomes is settling back into old habits. I, I don't think that's an overreaction. I think that's hard to deny. That's almost an underreaction. He's not trusting guys. He's holding the ball for way too long, which is then causing the offensive line, I think, has looked worse because of Mahomes holding the ball for too long. And scrambling into pressure. And we saw that in 2021. And people were like, 
you know, and people eventually somebody had to say, listen, that is not Mahomes' O-line fault. Mahomes is dropping 10 yards deep because he's trying to buy time, and they're getting around him. And I think that's part of it. Um, your boy, I almost saw Kelsey might retire after this year, taking a lot of punishment for these L's. Nope. No. I just, I don't think. Overreaction. He also said Ravens are the best team in the league. I I don't think you can debate whether the Ravens are the best Once team. again, I think that, yeah, I think you just have to say it. It's kind of like, you know, earlier spots where we were saying, you know, the Chiefs after they beat Miami. Okay, you're the best team in the league. Uh, the Niners after they beat the crap out of the Cowboys. Okay, they're the best team in the league. The Eagles after a couple convincing wins earlier in the season. Yeah, they're the best team in the league. But, yeah, right now, the the Ravens after beating the crap out of the Niners when it wasn't close – you have to say the Ravens. They're looking good. Their defense is scary. If the Dolphins beat the Ravens this week. I would laugh my balls off. It's chaos. It's chaos at that point. You're like, I have no idea who the best team in the league is anymore. This is I think our team. assessment of everyone in the league is bad comes to real fruition if the Dolphins win. This is a true year of parody. Anything could happen, man. Anything. If the Dolphins beat the Ravens without Waddle, that's, that, that'd be crazy. Uh, Adam also said, also Lamar MVP. Yeah, Lamar right MVP, now, you have to. If they slam dunk this weekend, if they boat race the Dolphins this weekend, absolutely. If Lamar loses to the Dolphins this weekend, running I back, think running is, back, running back. There is no back. way you don't give it to CMC. <laughs> you have to give it to CMC at that point. I'm just so glad the Brock Purdy shit is dead. Everyone knew this guy was a fucking janitor on that team the whole year. And then he finally showed it against a team that's worth its medal. I'm so glad, man. Like, I think we can finally see a non-quarterback win it just because of how bad that one game was. He's dropped out of the top five, by the way. Brock, Brock Purdy has for MVP voting. Yeah, he's I don't think he... He was like minus 200 at the start of that game. By the end of that game, he was plus 1,300. That just yeah, shows I, how insane everything is week to week right now because we don't know who the best team or the best player is in the league. Right now, right. it's the Ravens and Lamar. If they lose this week... I don't think Tua wins MVP. I think CMC does. I hope CMC does. He he deserves it. He's the best player in the league right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Evan says Pacheco needs to tighten the strap on his helmet better. <laughs> Not an overreaction. My goodness. Uh, Emar Caleb says Jordan Love top three Q- QB in the NFC. Um. I still think Jalen Hurts is better and Dak Prescott is better. I think Brock Purdy had one bad game, and I know we all want to hop on Brock Purdy He's right now. He's still a janitor, man. I don't think Jordan Love is a top three QB in the NFC right now. I think that's <clears> insane <throat> to say. He could, he's uh, got a case for top five. Yeah, I, I guess a little bit of an overreaction, but I don't – I. Brock Purdy would not succeed in Green Bay, but Jordan Love would succeed in San Francisco. Probably. I don't think Brock Purdy succeeds anywhere else other than the Niners. I don't think that's true. I, I think Brock Purdy could, but I I think he's better than – I think he's a replacement-level quarterback, if not better than that. Because, I, th- I mean, we saw we said the same thing about Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy Garoppolo looks like trash. But, I mean, he looked like trash that, la- that last year in San Francisco also. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I just – this Niners team will not win the Super Bowl because uh, of quarterback play. 
We saw uh, it Al- last night. Allison says under Allison Renner says uh, underrated Christmas tradition: pickling the tree. No idea what that is. It's like a. I think that's like a Norway. Uh, I think that's like a Norway thing. I, it's a different country's uh, like tradition. Pickle in the Christmas tree. German. It's an American tradition. Uh, a decoration in the shape of a pickle is hidden on a Christmas tree with the finder receiving either a reward or good fortune. There are a d- number of different origin stories, including one German-American German. tradition. So, of course, it's big in Kansas. <laughs> I mean, Kansas, that is our second language, by the way, Truman, if you didn't know. German. Yep. It's not Mex- or it's, whoa, sorry. Mexican? Oh, it's my Spanish. gosh, get him! Spanish. Get his ass, Internet! My goodness! All right, all right. Uh, no, but uh, that's the the largest immigrant group to, to Kansas. I think outside of Latinos, obviously. But once okay. again, Latinos is, you know, Mexico, Guatemala, Venezuela, Colombia, all of Latin America. So I think that the biggest overall immigrant group to, uh, to Kansas, especially in the, you know, the immigration age of the, you know, 1800s to 1940s, is, uh, is Germans. Fair enough. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, now we get into the home run chase section of the evening. <laughs> All right. Puka Nakua isn't actually a stud. Stafford is just that good and is causing him to look better than he is. Uh, I don't think that's ridiculous. I don't think that's an overreaction. Uh, Stafford is really good. But, but, Mr. Chase, Jared Goff is outperforming Matthew Stafford statistically this year. So, uh, I think it's a bit of an overreaction. I think two things can coexist. And I think we see this with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is really good. And Patrick Mahomes is also really good. They can both be really good independently of each other. Um, I don't think there's ever been a player that's absolutely been carried by another player on any offensive team. I mean, look at uh, Justin Jefferson. Still producing with no matter what backup. Is out right. there for the Vikings. Would would Puka, would Puka Nakua go for fifteen hundred yards? Probably. I mean, he's at thirteen twenty-seven. Would he go for fifteen hundred yards on any offense in the NFL? No. Do I think he'd go for over a thousand on a lot of them? Yeah. I think he could. Yeah. He can't. I mean, he can't have a janitor throwing to him. No wide receiver is going to be good on a terrible team like DJ Moore, right? Right. Good player, not performing well this year because the Bears' quarterbacks fucking suck. So, you know, you, he, everything has to be taken within context. I think Puka Nakua is good. I don't think it's only Matthew Stafford. I think that's an overreaction. Right. I think he was a good draft pick. I think he's a great pickup, but I, I think that's an overreaction. Tomlin's rebound game against the Bengals guarantees him to be coach of the Steelers next year. Absolutely. It's Mike Tomlin. He's going to have an infinite leash with the Steelers until he retires. Mike Tomlin is going to be this coach of the Steelers until he's under 500. Which means he'll always be the coach of the Steelers. <laughs> but I, I did. Somebody did have a good take about this, where they're like, "Just being one game over 500 is the worst place for an NFL team to be. It is just good enough to not make the playoffs, playoffs, or get dick slapped in the playoffs, and not draft high enough to ever get anybody that can actually help your franchise." Yeah, but the Steelers don't have a head coach problem. 
They have a fucking GM problem. It's true, too. Uh, Mike Tomlin isn't hiring and firing these OCs. They've had, like, back-to-back worst OCs. That's well, not a Mike Tomlin problem. Mike well, Tomlin is winning despite... A, a, head coaches definitely hire the OCs. <laughs> I mean, they have a say, but it's the, they it's have the like GM the at the end. It's like 80 to 90% head coach. Still, Mike Tomlin is winning despite this these terrible draft picks. Um, that, I mean, they, did, they have had a couple good ones with, like, you know, George Pickens. But, like... But his barely winning is also make, meaning that they don't get good draft picks because they don't draft high. That's the flip side of that. I, I'm still not blaming Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin is still exceeding expectations. The the, the Steelers yes, draft one good player Yes, I think he exceeds expectations year. every year and gets them tw- the 20th pick in the draft so that they also still cannot rebuild very heavily and still have low expectations again next year. To which he exceeds and gets over five hundred again. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think that's I think that's silly. I think it, you know the Chiefs built a super team drafting in bottom ten picks. So I don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but like, I, 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 Mike Tomlin's a legend of the game. He's just gonna have an infinite leash. Fair enough. Josh Allen will never get out of the funk where he is on a roller coaster in his play quality. I think that uh, is just who Josh Allen is at his heart. Uh, I mean, how, did you see the way he played in Wyoming? That is absolutely who Josh Allen is. Josh Allen is always going to have a bit of a loose cannon. But the thing about Josh is, is that I think that's something that's well known is that he has the ability to go out and win big games. Absolutely, he does. But yeah. he he doesn't have a full season consistency. And I think the Bills are willing to live with that. So yeah. uh, he's ab- he's got absolute star power. But also, he is also just seemingly one of the most unlucky athletes on the planet. So, uh, he said S- Sam Howell is going to be a journeyman QB after he is released by the Commanders, whenever that is. Uh, uh, yeah, seems like a, f- a fifth magic type. Yeah, probably. I he'll be a solid backup for a while, and then he'll fade into obscurity. Probably, you probably won't think about Sam Howell after really after this year, but especially after next year. Uh, I think he's going to be a, like a Nick, Nick Mullins angle. Like Nick Mullins after that one game in San Francisco a couple of years ago where he won in the game, essentially guaranteed himself as a backup for as long as he wants to be a backup. Right. Uh, he said, unfortunately, the Lions are going to lose to Matt Stafford in round one of the playoffs. That is unfortunately going to be true. Yeah. Uh, the, the Lions have sneakily played nobody good all year. And the Rams have looked good against good teams. They took Lamar... And the Ravens to overtime and should have. One thing that I think is going to happen, I think the Lions lose quick and I think the Ravens lose quick. Interesting. Very interesting. I think the Ravens get a Titans angle where everyone knows that the Titans are, are, are good, but we don't think they have the ability to do it when it matters. Oh, so. and if the Ravens lose quick, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I just want you to know that. Oh, I'm aware. I just want you to know. All right. It's right there. It's right there. Dude, it's. Dude, can you imagine how tasty this is, Truman? The Chiefs. Everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs are finally bad. And then they do the Tom Brady shit. Where all the teams above them just crumble. It is the funniest outcome that the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. I hope you guys all understand. Gosh, that would be It's the funniest outcome that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year. God, that would be hilarious. 
Especially since nobody in the NFC is good. Again, we've convinced ourselves again that nobody in the NFC is good. Dude, no one in the whole league is good. There Cowboys are no look like t- trash the last two weeks. 49ers look like trash against the Ravens. Eagles have looked like trash against the Niners and the and the Cowboys. The Ravens could always fall apart. The Dolphins lost to the Chiefs already. Anybody can lose to anybody. This Bills team lost to the fucking Patriots. The Chiefs have lost to the Raiders and the and the Broncos. Anybody can lose to anybody. Anything can happen. It is it, absolutely yeah. the funniest outcome that the that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. That would be hilarious. What's the next take? Bryce Young will, will win another game before the season ends. Overreaction. That team's terrible. They're not winning this shit. Maybe if no. they – who's their last game of the season? i say that is going to be the question. They play the Jaguars this week. That is a no. Uh, Bucks. So no, they play no. a divisional game with the Bucks sitting at eight and seven. Nope, they do not win a game for the rest of the year. It's a must-win game for the Bucks. Yeah, if the Bucks win this week against the Saints, and I, th- I think if the Falcons lose, the Bucks are in the playoffs. They're for sure in the playoffs if that happens. They might be in the playoffs even if they. But who are the Falcons playing this week? Even if the Falcons win this week, I think they're in the playoffs. Falcons play the Bears, so the Falcons are going to win. Um, yeah, no, the the Panthers are no. He's not winning any more games. The, the Bucks are going to have to play their starters. Yep, the Bears are still alive in the playoff hunt. That blows my mind. But there's a lot of teams that are mathematically still alive. Yes, we will get clarity next this week. This week is like this this week of game of like talking is the last like fun week. Next yeah. week it's literally like okay, these three teams can do something. It's like when is my team fucking playing football? To- <laughs> That's right. that'll be the discourse over the weekend. All right. right. Uh Dolphins showed they are no longer frauds. What? Because they came back against the the Cowboys team that is looked that looked bad against that Bills team. We're talking about the Dolphins team that lost to the Titans. Did the Dolphins lose that, to the Titans? Yes. Oh, they did lose to the Dolphins. Did they did lose to the Titans? No, man. I don't really. I think the Cowboys and the Dolphins are two very similar teams. Uh, I think they're both. In uh, I think they're both NFL divisional round con- uh, uh, participants. You are both going to the divisional round. Congratulations, you've done it. Well, Dolphins play that the Ravens the thing and the I Bills. I will promise you. The Dolphins play the Ravens and the Bills to end their season. So, the Dolphins could still be in the wild card. The Dolphins could still be coming to Kansas City. Have you thought about yeah. that? Have you thought about the possibility that that <sighs> that would be wild? Who would you rather see if Chiefs are gonna? Because let's be honest, the five seed is going to the going to the Browns. They're ten and five. They have a better record than the Chiefs right now. The five seed is going to the Browns. The four seed is probably going to the AFC South. Would you rather see the Bills or the Dolphins round one? Definitely the Dolphins. I think so too. I think so too. I don't. I don't think Josh Allen can get unlucky in the playoffs against the Chiefs. No. Inevitably, like permanently. And um, I mean, Josh Allen is just put, he's, he, he hasn't played a bad game against the chiefs, right? Sunday night football has to be, uh, Bill's dolphins next week, by the way, there's no way it's not. Yeah. Gotta be. 
They'll flex it uh, if they have to. Who else is in the hunt right now? They're still goddamn. If the Bills lose this week, they play the Pats. The Pats have the opportunity to do the funniest thing in the world. If they lose this week, dude, I think they would be back out of the playoffs again. There's still four teams <laughs> at eight and seven. Dude, Truman, if your prediction of Bills and Bengals miss the playoffs comes correct, I'm going to lose my mind. Would you sacrifice the Chiefs losing to the Bengals to keep the Bills out of the playoffs? No. You wouldn't? No, I, I still think... If the Chiefs get if the Chiefs are going to make it into the playoffs anyways and still get the, th- the three seed, you wouldn't sacrifice that? Well, okay, if we still get the three seed, then sure, why not? <laughs> Because In a perfect world, why not? Let's say you lose to the Bengals. The Bills lose to the Pats. The Bills are back out. The Bengals are probably back in. I I, I, I think so. I think that's how that works. Yeah, because I think the Bengals have the tiebreaker over the Bills. Bills are out. Bengals are in. We still have the tiebreaker over the Jags. We just would have to probably play next week. By the way, also, if the Chiefs win this week, they are not playing their starters next week. Because they won't affect playoff seeding at all. Also a fun fact. It's all it's all very interesting, anything that can happen. Oh, pretty interesting. The Chiefs can still be the two seed. The Chiefs can still rest starters is crazy. Because of the Chiefs, the Bills, well, no, the Bills, I guess, would be, I don't think the Chiefs can be the two seed anymore. Just win this week and fucking rest everybody next week. Have your bye week then. Yes, I abs- I absolutely agree with it. I think I think the best thing for the Chiefs is that Miami wins this week because then they lock in the AFC East. Uh The Ravens the, sorry. Miami wins this week, the Chiefs win this week. And the Bills, obviously the best thing would be for us is the Bills to lose. But I don't think that's going to happen. Anything after that, nothing after that matters. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think Andy actually rests the starters? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. We're talking about Andy Reid who plays starters in the preseason games. Yeah, but not like that's different. That's trying to get your guys ready for the preseason. That's not trying to get your guys rested for the postseason. That's different. Okay. All right. Uh, Sorry. Let's finish up. Uh, From Chase here. Uh, Ravens are perfectly setting up the story for them to get bounced first round again in comedic fashion. Absolutely. Yeah. Not an overreaction. Would be funny. Especially if they lose to Miami this week. Then they're playing in that first round. And then they're getting bounced. And then it's very funny. It's time for Mahomes to embrace the fact that his defense is so good, all he has to do is not be a hero and they will win. Absolutely, Chase. You absolutely get it. At this point, if the Chiefs wouldn't have turned the ball over one time, they would have won that game on on Sunday. If they wouldn't have done one of those defensive touchdowns, they would have won the game on Sunday. Also, the take the points crowd – Take the guaranteed field goal points is was loving last game because if the Chiefs could have kicked two field goals instead of going for it on fourth down, I still don't know why they don't trust Bucker to kick from in between the forty and the fifty yarder. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. It blows my mind. Uh, 
Browning showed he actually was a pumpkin all along. That's his final take. Yes. 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 We Yay. like to talk a lot about the Raven, about the Bengals uh, wide receivers being able to carry anybody, but Jake Browning showed that he is not that guy. He is not Joe Burr as much as we make fun of the Bengals for that. So I will admit, I will admit that when it's fair to admit that. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's finish up here with our NFL segments. Thank you, everybody, again for spending. Uh, overreactions for the overreactor. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate you guys checking in on those also. Um, at Steam Machine, at Owen Gosh Dominant. If you need to send it, send it to us however you can send it to us. NFC South Team of the Week. Give it to the Bucks. Bucks look good, man. Shout out Baker, man. Shout out Baker. Better QB than Jalen Hurts right now. Ayo. I like Baker. Uh, oh. Baker, man. Yeah. Kind of. In a way. Not really at Oklahoma, but now. Yeah. I th- I think he's I think he's fun I think he's annoying when he's not I th- I think that I think his bit gets old when he's not doing well but I think when he's doing well the bit is fine. But it's it's not like well he now he's an adult he's not an idiot college kid anymore he's not getting in trouble or anything he's just being a goober. Right. But it's he like is, for he his team he's, he's like Jameis Winston he's like still the same goober but he's just like not doing illegal shit not doing scummy shit he's just being a a doofus which is yeah. fine yeah uh Owen, instead of having us pick the best team in the nfl this week yep i want to say you could pick three teams from each of the conferences for one of them to win the super bowl which oh three would sweet you pick? um let me pick start with the nfc we can both uh, do okay. nfc and then we'll both nfc do yeah I just got to go with the safe option here. I don't think anyone's that good in the NFC. Give me Niners. Give me Eagles. Two safe options. And then I got to go with the wild card option. Let me look at the NFC playoff picture. All right. Let me give you my three NFC while you do that. My three. Niners. Cowboys. My third team. This is my wild card. The Rams. The Rams are built well right now. You mean Eagles, Niners, Bucks, bro? Shock the nation. Shock the nation. What if? That'd be, that'd be so funny. I, I would love for Baker to win the Super Bowl. God, that'd be hilarious. What if it mean if it means that Patrick Mahomes isn't gonna win? Yeah. In the AFC. Ravens. Dolphins. I hate to say it. I know people are going to flame me for this. Chiefs. <laughs> it's still the Chiefs. Listen, I was getting down on, on it, and then I thought back on it. Legit, MVS should have caught that deep pass against the Eagles. MVS, or uh, Kadarius Tony is in offsides. They beat the Bills. They beat the, they beat the Dolphins already. They don't lose to the Raiders if weird shit doesn't happen. They don't lose to the Broncos if weird shit doesn't happen. I think this team, I think if any team can figure it out and go on a run in the playoffs in a year where it's wide open, I think you pick the guy that's been there two times and done it already, the coach that's been there two times and done it already with that guy, and you pick the one of the best defenses. It's the top five defense. It's two, it's two coaches. It's coaching a quarterback that's been there 
Uh, your only other shot is Joe Flacco. Uh, notice the Z in chat saying copium. Absolutely. <laughs> but I I don't think anybody I, – I think we are all dancing on the grave of the Chiefs because we want to say, woo, it's, we could finally count them out. We could finally not. But I think Thanos. at the end of the day, I think anybody's scared to count out the Chiefs. Yeah, give me Ravens, give me Chiefs, and give me the Browns, baby. Give me the Browns. That defense is crazy. Joe Joe Flacco, elite. Elite. I think that's fair. Again, (laughs) he'll be the only other guy in the AFC AFC playoffs who's won a Super Bowl besides Mahomes. I mean, I don't think they're actually going to do it. I don't think Joe Flacco is good enough. But what if, baby? I mean, they're already at a 99% chance to win the (laughs) – I mean to to make the playoffs even if they lose. So, can they still get the one seed? Yeah, right. Uh, I don't think so. Can they? Uh, I don't know how that works out. All right, let me see. Let me see. Let me see the remaining games. Because if if they were gonna get the one seed, they had to beat the Ravens. Nope, they can't get the one seed. Wait, I don't think they have to beat the Ravens. They beat the Ravens already. So it's now the series, it, it, they're even in the conference. It goes. The Ravens would have to lose two in the conference. I think the Browns would get it. Again, I don't think it matters, but I think it would be, be very wild. funny. That would be wild. No way. Uh, Ravens' remaining games are Dolphins and Steelers. I think they could. <laughs> two conference games. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's possible. I know it's not going to happen, but it's possible. I agree. I was gonna take a look. Let me see. Browns. I'm on the I'm on the the playoff machine on ESPN. Yeah, that's a good one. Literally like my number one. Like I'm on it so much during this time of year. Hold on. One more. I just hope that one day we get to witness the glory that is the playoffs determined by a coin toss. Absolutely. Yes, the Browns no, I mean, could absolutely. As long as it's not my team. The Browns can still get the one seed. <laughs> uh, dude, they have ten wins. Like how? They're good. They're good. It's random. All right. Uh week sixteen picks. That's right, folks. It is back on here because I finally t- t- tallied them all up. Hold on, and? I'm pulling it over. I'm pulling it over so I can read it. It's over on my small screen. W. Through 16 weeks. I, or sorry, our guest is 138 and 106. No, not bad. Not bad. Owen, you're 142 and 102. And I, I am 136 and 108. Come on, baby. Close it out. So you're up six games on me. The guest is up two games on me. Man, you must have really gone on a run these last couple of weeks. Yeah. As a group, we are at uh, 141 and 103, which again, I will say, you know what? Pretty good. Dude, fuck. I mean... Hey, let me do some math here. 
Oh, yes. Dude, we're at that 57% win rate. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Picking a random game, 6 out of 10 chance. Yep. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. But that's the how we do it on really Dom That's True. craving your attention on Dom That's True. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This cat is going crazy on my lap right now. I think she might have gotten me out into the mic. I don't know if anybody, I don't know if you guys got to hear it or not. I didn't hear it. Oh, man. No meow into the mic then. Actually, you, actually, the group still might have, the recording software still might have got it because you might not have got it because of Crisp. I see. I see. Maybe. We'll see when I listen back to the episode. All right. What's next? We're great at picking games. Remember, all preseason, by the way, 60% win rate before knowing anything about any of these season's teams. Yep. Oh, and your five-team parlay. We're ready for your five-team parlay of the week. Let's cook one up, boys. I know we've been struggling on these parlays recently. So let's see if we can't cook one up that'll actually pass. All right. NCAA. No, not NCAA football. Yeah, you know what, Owen? Owen, you owe us one. I've been saying it. I I do owe us one. All right. Right off the rip. We're going the bronze. The bronze. Then we are going Falcons over Bears. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm opening up ESPN. Hold on. Trying to just Mm -hmm. get rid of all my ESPN money. All right. Browns over Jets. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wait. We're not going Falcons. Just kidding. That's not a good pick. No. We're going Bears. No, we're not betting on that shit game. Who am I thinking? (laughs) Who am I kidding? We're going Rams. Rams? Okay. Yep. Rams over Giants. I like that. Yep. We're going Bucks. Okay. Bucks over Saints. I like that. Mm-hmm. We're going Texans. Uh CJ Stroud should be back this week. So it's Texans over who? Texans over Titans. Texans over Titans. I like that. And then we're going Chargers over Broncos. I know that's spicy, but I think the Chargers backup is better than the Broncos. Fair enough. You're going and Russ Easton is not starting. Stick. You're leaving this up to Easton Stick over. Uh, I mean, look at the value on the rest of this. There's just no value. I'm not betting Packers Vikings. I'm not going betting on Steelers Seahawks. I'm not betting on Dolphins Ravens. And the value just isn't there on anywhere else. All right. Browns, Rams, Texans, Bucks, Chargers. Yep. That's plus 11, uh, 1100 for everybody. Keep it sure is. Else. I'm going to bet 907 on it so I can win $100. Nice. There Congratulations on winning that much money. That'll be nice. That'll be a nice little boost. End of the year to add it back into the investment account. All right. Owen. I got an interesting top five for you. Mm, ready. Top five stadium names. Uh, okay. Interesting, interesting. <coughs> Pull out the old pad. Like NFL stadium names? Could be college. Uh. Okay. Um. Uh, 
the, the inspiration for this was me thinking about Burrowhead this week. So, <laughs> Are you going to put that one on there? No, I'm not going to put Burrowhead on there, no. Hmm. Damn, this cat is fucking comfortable as fuck, I will say that. Um, trying to think of one more. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right, all right, I've got five. Go ahead. All right, hold on, let me make sure. Yes, all right. All right, number five. Shout out Albuquerque, New Mexico for their basketball stadium. The Pit. Mm, that's a good one. Fun. The Pit. Number four, Mile High Stadium. No matter what, that shit is kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. It's cool that your, your stadium is named after being a mile high in elevation. That's cool. Number three, LSU, Death Valley. That's fun. That's a fun one. Scary to go into Death Valley at night. Number two, Lambeau. That's classic. That's straight classic stadium name. Lambeau. Named after the old ball coach. Number one. Good one. Arrowhead Stadium. Come on, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. The Pit, Mile High, Death Valley, Lambeau, Arrowhead Stadium. All right. I got two. I mean, I got I got my list. All right, I'm ready. Burrowhead is unfortunately no. Unfortunately, Browning I do head. have two SEC schools on here, which is just a crime. But the nicknames are cool. At yeah. number five, I have the Eagles. The Link. I like it. It's short. It's sweet. I believe well, it's, it's like really the, Lincoln Financial Field, but yeah, the, the Lincoln link Financial Field, but everyone calls it the Link. I like that. It just it if we're counting nicknames. I honorable mention to Wisconsin's Bounce House. Oh, I kind of did, like, mostly nicknames. I mean, Death okay. Valley is a nickname. It's not actually called Death Valley. No, LSU's is actually called Death Valley. Really? Yeah. No way. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's Tiger Stadium, bro. All right, whatever. Never mind. Whatever. Anyway, number three, Arrowhead. I mean, number four, Arrowhead. Solid, memorable. Everyone knows what you're talking about when you say Arrowhead. Number one, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> Fucking douchebag. Number three, Death Valley. Solid. Love it. Uh, number two, the Octagon of Doom. Kind of cringe you left that one off here. Uh, Bramlage Coliseum. Sorry, that is I like, fun. I like, I like things being called the Coliseum anyway. Uh, and number one, the Swamp. Oh, that's a good one. I think that's just awesome. Just an awesome nickname. Yep. So I got the Link, Arrowhead, Death Valley, the Octagon of Doom, and Swamp. Fair enough. So SEC schools know what they're doing. That's true. All right, that'll do it. Uh, God, I had Uh, a Pop Culture Minute, but I totally forgot. Yeah, you had one? Uh, Pop Culture Minute. Stand on cardboard if you're going to Arrowhead. Get a box, break it, cardboard, pizza box. Order pizza this week, doctor's orders. 
Doctor's orders. About to order some fucking pizza. You know what? If you're coming over for the game tomorrow, I'm ordering pizza. Oh. I love it. From the Superior Pizza Place. Don't you dare. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, Tina, we're getting pizza. It's a safety issue. It's for our feet. (laughs) Trust me. It's a safety issue. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. It's all about our safety. Trust me, bro. Trust me. Please, please, bro. Trust me. Don't worry. I've got the one good thing that Papa John's has. I have their garlic sauce in my fridge. Oh, you do? W. Fuck yes. That stuff's so damn good. I got you, big dog. All right. Thank you. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got for you. Nah, solid Pop app. Culture Minute, stand on cardboard. Uh, Pop Culture Minute, follow us on, uh, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Pop Culture Minute, follow me. <laughs> follow me, hoes. Yes. Uh, at Steam Machine, at Twitter.com. Pop shout out our Patreon subscribers, our patrons. Uh, Meltbox, Dylan, Aaron, Joe. And uh, Skyler. Yes. Uh, Mailbox opening soon in the address, by the way. Uh, shout out, everybody. For, shout out, Mr. Owen Dom, for doing this virtually. Shout out, Truman, for being safe when his girlfriend is sick and he's sick. Yes. For petting the cat, also. So, all right, guys. We appreciate you for hanging out. We appreciate you for being here. We'll see you guys. Oh, my gosh. The music got messed up. No. Owen, oh, no. Blah. Well, well, you guys get to restart it then. All right. We'll skip a little ahead. We appreciate you guys for being here. Appreciate you for hanging out. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll have plenty to talk about after going True. to the Bengals game, Bengals Chiefs game. Talk about our tailgating foods. Uh, let me know what meat you guys want me to smoke. Uh, sure, I'm just going to keep it classic with the pork. With prime rib. Thanks, Owen. See you guys.